Welcome to the Out What Now podcast, the show where we dig into the ups and downs of navigating the coming out journey as LGBTQ plus women while having as much fun as possible. I'm your host, Megan Pulvermacher, and while coming out was a big deal for me, it was really just the beginning of my story that's been filled with a lot of highs, lows, and everything in between many of which left me feeling like, okay, I thought I already did the hard part. I'm out. But what now? What do I do with all of these different things that are coming up for me? And now as a lifestyle and mindset coach, I help LGBTQ plus women a lot like yourself navigate this very journey by shifting their mindset, learning how to have more fun and growing in their authenticity so they can live more happy, confident and connected lives. None of us should have to walk this journey alone. And now that you're here, you'll never have to again. Whether you're thinking about coming out, have recently come out, or you've been out for years, know that you're welcome here, you're loved, and you're about to have a whole lot of fun creating an authentic life you're not only proud of, but excited about. I'm so glad you're here. Let's get to it. What is happening, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Out What Now podcast. It is Monday morning, and you know what that means. Hannah Stranger is in the house to get us amped up for the week. What's going on, Hannah? Hey, hey, happy Monday. Hey, hey, happy Monday. It's going to be a great week. Damn. I can just tell. Right? It's going to be good. So we are a week in to our 25 days of Christmas, our homo for the holiday series. And so hopefully you've been following us on Instagram. If you're not already, what are you waiting for? <laughs> you gotta be on <laughs> Out What Now Podcast and or Hannah Stranger. Hannah Stranger. That's right. So if you haven't found us, make sure you do. You can find the links for our accounts. In the show notes to catch all of the live videos, posts, guest coaching, all kinds of goodies in there for you to help you manage everything that comes with being a homo for the holidays. (laughs) So last week we talked about grounding, Mm -hmm. slowing down, getting in touch with what you want, what's important to you, all of that stuff. What do we have this week, Hannah? We got boundaries coming at you this week boundaries boundaries one of your favorite topics yes what can you tell us about boundaries get the people ready to roll i can tell you that they are hard (laughs) and that's been a huge focus of mine this year especially but so so critical to you know protecting your mental and emotional well-being and i think it also helps strengthen relationships anyway because Mm -hmm. you're able to assert what you need and stand firm in that. And that helps other people also be more respectful of you and your time and energy. Right on. I love the way you said that because I think when people think of boundaries, sometimes, you know, when you think of a boundary, you think of like, build the wall, build the (laughs) wall. Right. So maybe you don't, but for some people, I think it can feel like you're walling 
off people you care about mm -hmm. or it's intended to like keep other people out but what it's really about is allowing people other people in without forgetting to protect and take care of yourself so it's really more about preserving your own energy your own sanity mm -hmm. and being respectful of yourself and giving other people the opportunity to meet you where you are and be respectful too. Cause most, that's what most people really are trying to do. Exactly. Yep. What do boundaries look like for you? Like how have you set them or gone about relaying that information? Sure. You know, in a work environment, you know, obviously where a lot of us are working from home and that can, you know, work and home can bleed quite easily when you're not going into an office. So it's setting the expectation, like I'll send out an email, like these are the times I'm available. So they know that I'm not going to be checking emails like after five o'clock um, and just being firm in that too. Cause then that computer shut down, I'm done. I'm not answering phone calls. And um, the first like few days were a little rocky as people were getting used to it. And then they learned to respect you. And I feel like that goes a long way. Cause then I can do the same for, their hours and we're kind of in that mutual respect, not burning out too, because that's also something that happens when you're, you're bleeding the work home mm -hmm. sort of thing. Um, and then like on a relationship aspect, um, I set some up recently with my father and some of the conversations he thinks are fun to have when I don't think are fun to have. <laughs> so it's basically, that was a harder one to set because obviously, you know, professional relationships are a little easier to, to kind of draw that line where, you know, in your own family, it's, it's hard because it does feel like you're cutting people off in a sense. Mm -hmm. um, but I basically told them that I'm not available to have these conversations every time we're on the phone and that when I feel ready and prepared, like we can have these. So we're talking a lot about, um, you know, my sexuality and his, his beliefs and how we can kind of close that gap a little bit, but that is not something I'm available to be talking about all the time because I get heated. They get yep. heated and they're not fun. Um, and he has been very respectful of that. And I think it's also helped our relationship because now I get to have conversations with him like I used to. Like it's just me and my dad chatting about like football and just mm -hmm. what's going on. And he doesn't feel like or he knows he shouldn't be relaying, you know, any political sort of jargon or bringing up things on on his beliefs and stuff. So I think that's really helped us navigate and still keeping the door open to having the tougher conversations when we're both um, mentally and emotionally at that point where we we can have those. Yeah. Yeah. And having open communication, it can be scary because you don't want people to take things the wrong way or to damage a relationship at the cost of preserving yourself. That's a scary kind of thing to initiate if you're so not scary. <laughs> used to it. Um, one thing that I've found is taking the risk to set the boundary often is beneficial for both parties. Like mm -hmm. when I've had conversations with my mom, for instance, who my mom processes information or learns thing, things by talking through them. So one thing that she thought that I wanted was for her to like, tell me what book she's reading mm -hmm. specific to like LGBT or parenting or um, groups that she's been a part of to try to learn how to love me better and, and things like that. 
um, she would kind of give me the report for what she's doing lately, which is well-intentioned. And she, from her perspective, she felt like, you know, she was showing me that she loved me by telling me what she had going on. And she didn't realize that when every time we talk, (laughs) we're discussing my sexuality to a certain degree, that that isn't something that puts me in a good spot. It's kind of traumatizing because it just rebrings up like these weird feelings I have about um, like putting, you know, that she has to do all this extra stuff mm-hmm. because I'm this way and whatever. So when I told her, I really appreciate you doing those things. I don't want to hear about them. I don't need the report. If you want to share that with somebody else, I need you to find other people to talk about that with. And she was like, oh, okay. I didn't know, like, that's totally fine. I have lots of people for people that. People don't know I just, what they don't know. I just thought you would want to know. And that has been, that really opened the gate for, on both ends, I think, um, a, a better streamlined, more streamlined communication about where we're both at, what we need, what's okay and not okay. And it's just, it makes everybody's relationship better, I think. It's a it's a game changer when you can express your needs and be open to hearing obviously other people's as well as a two-way street mm-hmm. um, that does it opens the door to just better better communication better relationships and then you don't feel like you're just being drained by you know being in the same room as some of these people because they're talking about things that are triggering and traumatizing but they don't know it they're coming yeah. from a place of love but you don't always see it that way. And so the more you can communicate and set those boundaries, like you said, it's better for, for both parties involved. Yeah. And if somebody brings something up, it's okay to say, I'm not really in a spot to talk about it right now, or let's talk about it in another venue. I mean, we postpone stuff all the time. Mm -hmm. Like (laughs) you can uh, leave, change the subject, say you have to pee, like get yourself out of there. And uh, yep, and revisit you know. it when you're ready. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's super important. And it really is. It's about protecting your energy because it's it's not worth it. And you know who those energy vampires are in your life, whether they're at work, in your family, in your friend group. Mm-hmm. That's really important too. It's yep. okay to set boundaries with your friends. It is okay. That doesn't mean you don't love them any less. It really means that you love them a lot because you are, you know, setting these boundaries. And I don't know about you, but I'm not going to be going through that kind of, I don't know, struggle, if you will. Like, it takes a lot of courage to put up boundaries with somebody that I don't really, you know, care that much about. You got to really mean something to me if I'm going to go out of my way to set these boundaries with you. Yeah. I think the other thing with setting boundaries is understanding that a person's reaction to a boundary that you've set is, or their feelings in relation to it is not your responsibility to manage. You set the boundary and then you have to let go Mm -hmm. of the outcome. It's, it's their deal to manage their own feelings, responses, or reactions. And it's not a reflection on you either. That's their own stuff. Literally everything is about, it's never about you. It feels like it. It feels like it, but it's not. 
And same thing if somebody sets a boundary that pisses you off. Mm-hmm. That's not their responsibility to manage your feelings. You uh, need to figure that out and look a little like, inward, see what's going on there. Yeah, go for a walk, get yes. grounded to bring it full exactly. circle. See, I mean, they, they goes it all goes hand in hand. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So this week, our focus is to help you get some skills, some language, some ideas about how you can better set boundaries, how you can have those conversations, how you can respond to boundaries that are not being honored, so on and so forth. That will all be coming on the gram. You will see it this week. So make sure you're following us again at Hannah Stranger and at What Now Podcast. Protect your energy, set the boundaries and respect other people's as well. All right. We will catch you in the next episode. Have a great week. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Out What Now podcast today. If you enjoyed the episode, I would be so, so appreciative if you could take a couple of seconds and leave a five-star rating and review. Let me know what you liked. Let me know what you want to hear more of. Leaving a review really helps other people to find the show, to hear the message, and to start living more happy, confident, and connected lives like hopefully you are as well. And if you know someone who could use the message you heard today, please share the episode with them, bring them into the community, and let's have some fun all together. If you're not following along on Instagram, you can find us at Out What Now Podcast, where you can also subscribe to the newsletter so you make sure you never miss an episode. Thank you so much for your ongoing support. I hope you have the best week of your life, and I'll catch you in the next episode. Later! Later!